0: Welcome back to another episode of the 24 Seconds Podcast. My name is Jrin, and I am joined by my friend
1: Arju, who will now give the 24 Second Report. In today's episode, Jrin and I will talk about the recent announced All-Star starters and how Damian Lillard was snubbed from the starting spot. Before we get into today's discussion, it would be much appreciated if you could subscribe and leave a like for more
0: content. Anyways, getting into today's topic. You already heard a sneak peek there of how Arju feels. You heard the frustration when he said Damian Lillard was snubbed. You guys have heard him talk about how he's a Portland Trailblazers fan. So let's get straight into it, Arju. We were just going to talk about how Damian Lillard was like an MVP candidate and how no one's really talking about him in the MVP conversation. But it was just announced from numerous sources that Damian Lillard is not an all-star starter. What are
1: your thoughts? It's It's ridiculous. Like it is ridiculous. Like we don't even put him in the conversation for MVP when he deserves it. I know I'm talking about conversation. Like we don't even talk about him when he's putting together an MVP season right now, Nurkic and McCollum have been hurt for half of their season. Nurkic has been hurt for over actually half of their season. McCollum is just about half and, and out of the guards that were picked to start Luca and Steph Dame has had more injuries. And they have the best record right now out of those three guys. Give Steph all the credit you want. But at the end of the day, his team has been healthier. And his team has more proven players than Damian Lillard's does. And the, and I'm talking about injuries because of injuries. Like, you know, Covington missed games. Derrick Jones Jr. missed games. There was even a game where, you know, the Blazers have to start their second unit against – the the 76ers with Joel Embiid that's how bad the injuries were and so I quite frankly think it's ridiculous to say that Steph Curry and Luka were more deserving of it than Damian Lillard when Dame is the one who has the best record all out of all of them has dealt with more major injuries and and is also putting up in terms of numbers he's putting up better numbers than Steph and although his numbers you know in terms of like rebounds and assists aren't as high as lucas they're still not bad and so it's just it's just stupid to me like how can we how can we overlook a player like so much who honestly should be in the mvp conversation right now the blazers are the fifth seed or would be have the best the fifth best record in the league right now and so it's just ridiculous They would be a two seed in the in the east right now they're four seed because it's the west but It just makes no sense to me man it just makes no sense to me whatsoever what do you what do you think about it this kind of like ties into what we talked about in our episode
0: about a week or two ago where we gave our all-star predictions right i said i'm i'm taking damon luca as starting not to negate anything that steph curry has done because we all know what a phenomenal player he is but my sole argument was that Dame and Luca are putting up better numbers with an unhealthier roster like that should be a huge factor and if you're not going to tie the NBA doesn't look at record for all Star. Bradley Beal is an all-star he's a guard he, his team is literally one of the worst teams in the league right despite their three game winning streak so that's why I had Dame and Luca. and it just shows that the NBA I, should I say the NBA has an agenda against Dame or is he just like always underrated what should I say I don't know I mean, it's just yeah, I, feel, I feel I feel like Dame is like always like regardless of how good he plays, he's always like kind of like slept on like no one really talks about him
1: too much. Yeah, and it's you know it's so stupid the fact that there are people before the season even started talking shit about Dame, but right now he's on a historic run, and when I'm talking historic, he's the first player this season to average thirty points and fifth or to you know have thirty points in a fifty. Uh, I think it's thirty and ten three games in a row. And we're talking about a guy who this season, in terms of clutch stats, in terms of scoring, field goal percentage, three-point percentage, in the clutch, he's been the best player statistically. And we've seen time and time again, he's making clutch buckets. Against the OKC Thunder, he makes a step-back three. Um, Against the the Pelicans, he makes that layup. You know, we got to start putting some respect on his name. A a few games ago against the Bulls, he made a step-back three on Laurie Markinen. Do you remember that? We need yeah. to start putting some respect on his name because he is so clutch. He has been so great this year, and yet I think so, he doesn't get I think so. the credit he deserves. Yeah, um, I think statistically, actually, when you look at it, there's like a
0: specific stat that shows players numbers during like the clutch moments. Dame is literally like miles above the number two spot. Like he, he's he's number one, and like the difference between him and the number two spot is insane. Dame is just like – like you said, in crunch time, he's the, he's the most clutch player in the league.
1: And like if, if we're looking at what the player voting was, right, it was so lopsided. Like apparently when the players voted, over 130 players voted for Dame. Only fit, about 58 voted for Luka. 55 voted for Devin Booker. And so Luka was closer to Devin Booker's, you know, player votes Compared to Dame, Dame was Dame was far away, you know, number number two in terms of that. And it just makes no sense. I mean, even the so the player. So the players had Dame at two and the fans had Luca at two. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it was. And it's 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 just ridiculous. I think we should be listening to fans. I mean, I think we should be listening to players because they've seen these guys play. Right. Like fan vote shouldn't account for 50, 50 percent of the vote. If if we see years where Clay Thompson gets more votes than CJ McCollum, like how does that make sense? Like, you know, and I I mean that with the most respect to Clay, but how why is Clay getting votes when he can't even play in the NBA all-star game when CJ McCollum's actually been playing or he was playing and he was playing really well, you know? Yeah, you're right. There are some – like Taco Fall has a lot of votes as well. Uh, Alex Caruso is another one. That's ridiculous. Like – and, and I just want to go back to what you talked about, the clutch stats. So in terms of points, total points, he's first in the NBA in the clutch. In terms of points per game in the clutch, he's first. Field goal percentage first. Three-point percentage first. True shooting percentage is 84% out of 100. That's insane. And record is first as well in the NBA in the clutch, 12-3. and three. That's insane, dude. That's insane. That is insane. But – Look,
0: we've talked about Dame. I want to hear your opinion. And I'm, we're going to try to make this episode more about your opinion because you are the Damian Lillard and Portland Trailblazers fan, right? So the people probably want to hear that opinion more. But, look, we got to talk about Luka and stuff as well because, like like I said last week, man, like, yes, you can say Dame was snubbed. But at the same time, you can't say Luka didn't deserve it. The man is almost averaging a triple double, and his team was injured like the whole season until recently, right? Yeah, no, I agree.
1: I think we, I think we're
0: giving Steph too much credit. Like, honestly, yeah, I, I, I agree too. And keep in mind, like in in the sports world, people often think that like if you. If you disagree, if you say someone isn't something, that means you're disrespecting them. Arjun and I have made it clear that we understand what a good player Stephen Curry is, but like I said in the episode, it should be Dame and Luca. Yeah, and there's no reason,
1: you know. I've I've seen a lot of ESPN bullshit, like stuff about how Steph Curry is is a better MVP candidate than Dame. No, that's ridiculous. Like we, I understand Steph is this transitional player. You know, like he changed the game. But that doesn't mean that right now, you know, he, he, sh- he should be an all-star just because of that. In terms of play this season, there is an argument to be made that Damon and Luka have had better seasons than Steph has had. And yeah. that is in no way disrespectful to Steph. We have to acknowledge that the Warriors haven't had, haven't had to face as many injuries as Portland and, and Dallas have had to. And that should be a critical factor because you can look at the stats all you
0: want, which the stats also don't really favor Stephen Curry. But if you want to look at them, go ahead. Um, if you look at the injuries, the injuries aspect of it favors Damon Luka, and that's a huge aspect. Um, like you said, Portland Trailblazers didn't have Nurkic. They didn't have CJ McCollum. They had Stinswear. Robert Covington and Derry Jones Jr. weren't there. Luka, Kristaps Porzingis was out for an incredibly long period of time. Josh Richardson came back gone came back gone Maxi Kleber out you know like these are these are pretty big names that have an effect on the team yeah and so I just honestly I I was kind of shocked when I saw it but at the same time I I wasn't you know like I know how the voting works and I know like, like I said it I know I keep saying that I said it two weeks ago but two weeks ago I said I know how the NBA works I know how the voting works I know how NBA media works, look, Steph was always going to win it because he's just, everyone loves Steph and he gets the NBA more views and stuff. So he, he was going to have to win it. They can't have Steph come off the bench. Yeah. and Is that a, is that a hot take? No, or?
1: I mean, I agree with you. I think like, it's, it's kind of ridiculous. And if you're a fan who like, who really did vote in Steph, like that's cool. Like you, you like the player cool, but put your bias aside and just look at the basketball. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> Like we, we we really can't be ignoring the fact because this has implications on players' careers, you know, it's not like, you know, when we talk about NBA players, right. We talk about how many all-star games they've made, how many all-NBA teams they've made, you know, at the end of the season, when we look back at, pe- at players' careers, we look back at, oh, how many all-star games did they make? And Dame has been snubbed in the past, like from the all-star game com- completely. And this time he just got snubbed from starting. And so – Bro, Mike Conley has
0: never been an all-star. Like, the system has always been bad. Yeah,
1: it's just not a good system. Fan voting should not be 50%. If anything, make it 33% and let the players also be 33% with coaches, also 33%. Because even in coach voting, Dame was second, so he would have made it. You know, he would have made it regardless. But since fan voting was 50%, that's why Luka and Steph were ahead of him. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say before we get into our 24? No, I mean, questions? I just, I just want to reiterate. Like Damian Lillard should be in the MVP conversation. He was snugged, um, you know, from being an All Star game starter, and and the NBA made a mistake. So. Yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely
0: a fair perspective. But um, this is my 24 second question. Okay, we talked about the Eastern Conference guards. I mean, the Western Conference guards. I'm sorry. Um, let's talk about the Eastern conference. Do you agree with the votes? Uh, this was the voting that I selected. I I chose Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, and Kyrie Irving, but instead of Kyrie Irving, you had Jalen Brown. Are you satisfied with how the East votes turned out?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think again, I'm I'm not, I'm not bad at it. I think KD, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, and Kyrie were all deserving. Um, Jalen Brown, you know, he'll probably get in too. I think the gap between Kyrie and Jalen Brown isn't like that big, and so I'm not really that mad that Kyrie made it over Jalen Brown. I think it was fair, honestly, um, because you're you're right. Kyrie has been playing really good basketball when he has played, but I guess my my question to you is, we you know, me and you were talking off the pod about you know uh, Giannis and how the Bucks have just not been good this year against teams that are not the Cavs and the Pistons. They're 6 and 0 against the Pistons and Cavs and and 12 and uh, 12 no, 10 and 12 against the rest of the NBA. Do you think Giannis will request a trade this season or after this season if they don't make it past um, you know, a certain round? I think it's extremely likely
0: that Giannis does request a trade either at the end of this season or at the end of next now- because I can't see the Milwaukee Bucks going past the first or second round this year. They're, they're not as currently constructed. They're not built to do so. Um, And keep in mind, the trade deadline could still happen. They could still make a move. There's a lot of teams that are going to make moves by the trade deadline. That could ship shift the momentum of the league. But as currently constructed, the Milwaukee Bucks are not going to win the title and that's all Giannis wants to do right now. And so you have to question his loyalty. I, I hope it doesn't become another Bradley Beal situation, but to answer your question strictly, I do believe that Giannis will request a trade either at the end of this season or next season, depending on where they finish.
1: Yeah, I think that's fair too. And, uh, you know, I'm always hoping as a Portland fan that a superstar will, will get traded year or signed. And so if Giannis really wants to play with game, like he said, over the summer, like they were thinking about, I'd be happy to have Giannis any day of the week. That would be such a nice team to watch. But that's a, uh, that's a, uh, a potential future, you know, topic, what would it, what would a Giannis and and Damian Lillard uh, team look like? But yeah, I mean, that's basically it for our episode today. Thank you guys so much for for listening. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. And if you did leave a like and subscribe, But, uh, but for now we'll catch you next time. Peace.